Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada books. But we are learning every day how to rise above the intense urge in this material world, especially at this time, to uh, resist the temptation to just go all out for sense gratification. Uh, we're hearing now how the United States of America, which is the leader, leading country, has been the leading country in the world ever since World War II, practically, and has had so many good qualities. And Srila Prabhupada loves America, so please don't take any of my comments or my mentality wrongly. I was born there and raised there. I owe a lot to that country. But it's a fact that over the years, America has maybe four and a half percent of the population of the world to the level of uh, creature comforts that a good percentage of them uh, have is using up a disproportionate amount of the resources on the earth. And therefore, as it always is, material nature and the laws of material nature. The laws of material nature are governed by God, they're governed by Krishna, and therefore they're infallible, and you can't change them. Therefore, uh, as the law of karma, and now the word karma has come into our lexicon in the English language, and everybody knows something about it, at least they get the sense that you have good karma or bad karma, if you do something good, get good karma, you have to do something bad, you get bad karma. Well, the, the whole situation of the Earth's population, especially in the developed Western worlds, uh, where they're technologically far advanced, now they're having to take the other side of the <laughs> equation, because for every enjoyment you have, you must accept an equal and a opposite reaction of of uh, discom discomfort. That's the law of nature. So therefore now America has become therefore now America has become the uh, epicenter of the whole world. And the whole world is beginning to wonder whether they want to accept Americans <laughs> you know, as visitors into their countries. Because there's a higher percentage that you're going to get uh, COVID, you know, people coming from there than anywhere else. So there, here we are. This is the atmosphere we have to live in and let us absorb our minds, really absorb our minds and hearts, not just enjoying ourselves by being relieved <clears throat> of the in discomfort while we're hearing the Chaitanya Charitamrita, but let us pray our hearts can become purified enough so that we can actually learn the art of controlling our senses in our minds and being a good example for others and, and get the relief that we're all looking for from this uh, process of bhakti yoga. So this Chaitanya Charitamrita is declared by Śrīla Prabhupāda to be the perfect Shastra. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur 
said it was his solace, his only solace in life. Śrīla Prabhupāda himself, our Śrīla Prabhupāda also said that it was his life and soul and gave him the only solace he had, coming over in the boat, having heart attacks, living one year in New York City without any support, in very difficult circumstances. But he, his life and soul was the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So how fortunate we are to be able to sit down together and associate with Srila Prabhupada, associate with Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami and Lord Chaitanya and all his eternal associates. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur thought so highly of the Chaitanya Charitamrita that he said this and it's a poetic glorification. In due course Mahapralaya, devastating floods, will inundate the entire universe. If you attempt to survive by swimming in that deluge, then do not neglect to take hold of Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Or, if you cannot hold all three, then release Bhagavad Gita. If necessary, you may also relinquish Srimad Bhagavatam. But under no circumstances, release your hold on Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. For if this one book remains, then the flood can do no actual damage. Because after it has subsided, the message of Shastra can be revived from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita alone, it being the essence of all Shastra. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gorda Bhakta Vrinda Okay, we've reached the 10th chapter of the Adi Lila of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita and we just heard, we're, we're now hearing about the the tree of devotional service that was discussed in the last chapter only now we're hearing about who the personalities are that form the branches uh, of the Chaitanya tree. Beginning with text 13, 12. Text 12. <clears throat> Another big branch was Acharya Ratna and his associates were sub-branches. We've heard the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the main trunk and the tree itself and the fruits and everything. Uh, but then that, tr that trunk grew into two branches, main branches, Lord Nityananda and Dvaitacharya. Then there was Srivastakur and his brothers. They formed the major trunk, limb from those main, main, main branches. Now it's Acharyaratna. He was a big branch and his associates were sub-branches. Text 13. Acharya Ratna was also named Sri Chandrasekhar Acharya. In a drama in his house, Lord Chaitanya played 
the goddess of fortune. Purport Dramatic performances were enacted during the presence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but the players who took part in such dramas were all pure devotees. No outsiders were allowed. The members of ISKCON should follow this example. Whenever they stage dramatic performances about the lives of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Lord Krishna, the players must be pure devotees. Professional players and dramatic actors have no sense of devotional service, and therefore, although they can perform very artistically, there is no life in such performances. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur used to refer to an actor as Yatra Dali Narada, which means farcical Narada. Sometimes an actor in a drama plays the part of Narada Muni, although in his private life he is not at all like Narada Muni, because he is not a devotee. Such actors are not needed in dramatic performances about the lives of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to perform dramas with Advaita, with Advaita Prabhu, Srivas Thakur, and other devotees in the house of Chandrasekhar. The place where Chandrasekhar's house was situated is now known as Brajapatana. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur established the Sri Chaitanya Mat at this place. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decided to accept the renounced order of life, Chandrasekhar Acharya was informed of this by Sri Nityananda Prabhu, and therefore he was present when Lord Chaitanya accepted sannyas from Keshava Bharati in Katwa. It is he who first spread the word in Navadvip of Lord, Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya's accepting sannyas. Sri Chandrasekhar Acharya was present during many important incidents in the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He therefore forms the second branch of the tree of Lord Chaitanya. Text 14 Pundarik Vidyaniri, the third big branch, was so dear to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that in his absence, Lord Chaitanya himself would sometimes cry. Purport Before we go on, I wanted to mention that Chandrasekhar Acharya, he just, we, we just heard about Lord Chaitanya's pastimes in Varanasi, in Benares. And when he took sannyas, he sent Chandrasekhar to Varanasi. And he couldn't understand you know, he wanted to go with him. But Lord Chaitanya had his plan, you know, and he would be there and be witness to Lord Chaitanya's deliverance of all the Mayavadi sannyasis. So it's a very intimate relationship, even though they separated. They weren't physically together as much as the devotees who went with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, to Jagannath Puri, or those who from Jagannath Puri lived with him. So, but he was very intimate. So now we're in the Pundarik Vidyaniri, the third big branch. 
And Lord Chaitanya, he was so dear to Lord Chaitanya that he would, Lord Chaitanya himself would sometimes cry in his absence. Purport. In the Goraganodesh Deepika 54, Srila Pundarik Vidyanidhi is described as the father of Srimati Radharani in Krishna Lila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore treated him as his father. Pundarik Vidyanidhi's father was known as Baneshwara, or according to another opinion, Shuklambara Brahmachari, and his mother's name was Ganga Devi. According to one opinion, Baneshwar was a descendant of Sri Srivaram Gangopadhyaya. The original home of Pundarik Vidyanidhi was in East Bengal, now Bangladesh. In the village near Dhaka, named Bhagia, which belonged to the Varendra group of Brahmana families, sometimes um, Varendra Brahmanas were at odds <clears throat> whoops, sorry, I skipped down too much, sorry. Yeah, sometimes these Varendra Brahmanas were at odds with another group known as Radhiya Brahmanas and therefore Pundarik Vidyanidhi's family was ostracized and at that time was not living as a respectable family. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur writes in his Anubhasya, one of the members of, his, of this family was living in Vrindavan and his name Sarojananda Goswami. One special characteristic of this family is that each of its members had only one son or no son at all and therefore the family was not very expansive. There's a place in the district of Chattagram in East Bengal that is known as Hatta Hajari. And a short distance from this place is a village known as Megalagram, in which Pundarik Vidyanidhi's forefathers lived. One can approach Megalagram from Chattagram either on horseback, by bullock cart, or by steamer. The steamer station is known as Anaponara Ghat. The birthplace of Pundarik Vidyanidhi is about two miles southwest of Anaponara Ghat. The temple constructed there by Pundarik Vidyanidhi's the temple constructed there by Pundarik Vidyanidhi is now very much very old and much in need of repair. Without repair, the tomb the, the temple may soon crumble. There are two inscriptions on the bricks of that temple, but they, they are so old that one cannot be read. There is another temple, however, about 200 yards south of this one, and, and some people say that this is the old temple constructed by Pundarik Vidyanidhi. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu called Pundarik Vidyanidhi father, and he gave him the title Prema Nidhi. Pundarik Vidyanidhi later became the spiritual master of Gadadhar Pandit and an intimate friend of Surup Damodar's. Gadadhar Pandit at first misunderstood Pundarik Vidyanidhi to be an ordinary pounds and shillings man, but later, upon being corrected 
by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Gadadhar Pandit became his disciple. Another incident in the life of Pundarik Vidyanidhi involves his criticizing the priest of the Jagannath temple for which Jagannath Prabhu chastised him personally by slapping his cheeks. This is described in Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antyakanda, Chapter 10. Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur informs us that during his time there were still two living descendants of the family of Pundarik Vidyanidhi who were named Sri Hadukumar, uh, Sri Hadukumar Smriti Tirta and Sri Krishna Kinkara Vidyalang, Vidyalangara. For further information, one should refer to the dictionary known as Vaishnava Manjusha. Text 15 Gadadhar Pandit, the fourth branch, is described as an incarnation of the pleasure potency of Krishna. No one, therefore, can equal him. Purport In the Gauraganu Deshdipika 147-53, it is stated, Sri Krishna's pleasure potency, formerly known as Vrindavaneshwari, is now personified in the form of Sri Gadadhar Pandit in the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sri Surupdamudar Goswami has pointed out that in the shape of Lakshmi, the pleasure potency of Krishna, she was formerly very dear to the Lord as Shamasundara Balaba. The name Shamasundara Balaba is now present in Lord Chaitanya's pastimes as Ganadhar Pandit. Formerly as Lalita Saki, she was always devoted to Shimati Radharani. Thus, Gadadhar Pandit is simultaneously an incarnation of Srimati Radharani and Lalita Saki. In the twelfth chapter of this part of Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a description of the descendants or disciplic succession of Gadadhar Pandit. Text 16 his disciples and grand disciples are his sub-branches. To describe them all would be difficult. 17. Bhakrishwar Pandit, the fifth branch of the tree, was a very dear servant of Lord Chaitanya's. He could dance with constant ecstasy for 72 hours. Purport. <clears throat> In the Gauraganudesha Deepika 71, it is stated that Vakrishwar Pandit was an incarnation of Aniruddha, one of the quadruple expansions of Vishnu, Vasudev, Sankrashan, Aniruddha, and Prajumna. He could dance wonderfully for 72 con continuous hours. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu played in dramatic performances, in the house of Shiva's Pandit, Makoshar Pandit was one of the chief dancers and he danced continuously for that length of time. Sri Govinda Das, an Oriya devotee, an Oriya devotee of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, has described the life of Vakreshar Pandit in his book Gaura Krishnodaya. 
there are many disciples of Vakrishwar Pandit in Rissa, and they are known as Gaudiya Vaishnavas, although they are Oriyas. Among these disciples are Sri Gopal Gopala Guru and his disciple Sri Janachandra Goswami. Text 18. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally sang while Vakrishwar Pandit danced. And thus Vakrishwar Pandit fell at the lotus feet of the Lord and spoke as follows. 19. O Chandramukha, please give me ten thousand Gandharvas. Let them sing as I dance, and then I will be greatly happy. <laughs> Purport. The Gandharvas who are residents of Gandharva Loka are celebrated as celestial singers. Whenever singing is needed in the celestial planets, the and therefore Vakrashar Pandit wanted to dance as they sang. Text 20. Lord Chaitanya replied, I have only one wing like you, but if I had another, certainly I would fly in the sky. Text 21. Pandit Jagadananda, the sixth branch of the Chaitanya tree, was celebrated as the life and soul of the Lord. He is known to have been an incarnation of Satyabhama, one of the chief queens of Lord Krishna. Purport. There are many dealings of Jagadananda Pandit with Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Most importantly, he was the Lord's constant companion and especially took part in all the pastimes of the Lord in the houses of Srivas Pandit and Chandrachekar Acharya. 22. Jagannanda Pandit, as an incarnation of Satyabhama, always wanted to see to the comfort of Lord Chaitanya. But since the Lord was a sannyasi, he did not accept the luxuries that Jagannanda Pandit offered. 23. They sometimes appeared to fight over trifles, but these quarrels were based on their affection, of which I will speak later. 24. Raghava Pandit, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's original follower, is understood to have been the seventh branch. From him proceeded another sub-branch headed, headed by Marakadwaj Kara. Marakadwaj Kara. Purport. Kara was the surname of Marakadwaj. At present, this surname is generally found in the Kayasta community. The Gauraganadesh Deepika 166 states, The Nishta Bhakshasamagrim Krishnanyadad Brajemitam Saiva Sampratigoranga Priyoragavapanditaha Raghavapandit was formerly a confidential gopi in Braja during the time of Lord Krishna's pastimes and his former name was Danishta. This gopi Danishta always engaged in preparing foods for Krishna. Text 25 Raghava Pandit's sister Damayanti was the dear maidservant of the Lord. 
She, she always collected various ingredients with which to cook for Lord Chaitanya. Purport Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur writes in his Anubhasha in the Gora Ganudesh Deepika 167 it is mentioned Gunamala Brajay Yashid Damayanti Tutat Swasa The gopi named Gunamala appeared as Raghava Pandit's sister Damayanti. On the East Bengal railway line, beginning from the Shelda station in Calcutta, there is a station named Sodapur, which is not very far from Calcutta. Within one mile of this station, toward the western side of the Ganges, is a village known as Panihati, in which the residential quarters of Raghava Pandit still exist. On Raghava Pandit's tomb, is a creeper on a concrete platform. There is also a Madan Mohan deity and a broken down temple nearby. This temple is managed by local zamindar of the name Sri Shiva Chandra Roy Chaudhuri. Markaradwaj Kara was also an inhabitant of Panihati. Text 26. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the foods Damayanti cooked for Lord Chaitanya when he was in Puri were carried in bags by her brother Raghava without the knowledge of others. Text 27 <clears throat> The Lord accepted these foods throughout the entire year. Those bags are still, still celebrated as Raghavera Jali. The bags of Raghava Pandit. So these bags contained condiments, you know, pickles and different preparations that could last for a very long time. And Lord Chaitanya would take little of them for the whole year in remembrance of Damayanti. Later we'll hear a description of the contents of that bag, which is mind-blowing, to say the least. Text 28. Oh, I shall now describe the contents. I was saying later, but I meant not too later. I shall now describe the contents of the bags of Raghava Pandit. Oh, I shall describe the contents of the bags of Raghava Pandit later in this book. Hearing this narration, devotees generally cry and tears glide down from their eyes. Purport. A vivid description of these Raghavera Jali is to be found in chapter 10 of the Anchalila portion of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Text 29. Pandit Gangadas was the eighth dear branch of the tree of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One who remembers his activities attains freedom from all bondage. Text 30. Sri Acharya Purandara, the ninth branch, was a constant associate of Lord Chaitanya's. The Lord accepted him as his father. Purport It is described in the Chaitanya Bhagavat that whenever Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited the house of Raghava Pandit, he also visited Pundara, 
Purandara Acharya, immediately upon receiving an invitation. Purandara Acharya is, is to be considered the most, most fortunate because, of the, because the Lord used to greet him by addressing him as his father and embracing him in great love. Text 31 Dhammadar Pandit, the tenth branch of the Chaitanya tree, was so elevated in the love of Lord Chaitanya that he once unhesitatingly chastised the Lord with strong words. Dhammadar Pandit Text 32 Later in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, I shall describe this incident of chastisement in detail. The Lord, being very much satisfied by this chastisement, sent Damodar Pandit to Nabadweep. Purport Damodar Pandit, who was formerly known as Shaibya in Brajadam, used to carry messages from Lord Chaitanya to Shachimata, and during the Ratayatra festival, he carried messages from Sachimata to Lord Chaitanya, Mahaprabhu. Text 33 The 11th branch, the younger brother of Damodar Pandit, was known as Shankara Pandit. He was celebrated as the shoes of the Lord. Text 43 Sadashiva Pandit, the 12th branch, was always eager to serve the lotus feet of the Lord. It was his good fortune that Lord Nityananda resided in his, at his house when the Lord came to Nabadweep. Purport It is mentioned in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Anchakanda, Chapter 9, that Sadashiva Pandit was a pure devotee and that Nityananda Prabhu resided at his house. The thirteenth branch was Prajumna Brahmachari. Since he was a worshipper of Lord Nushingadev, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu changed his name to Nushingananda Brahmachari. Purport Prajumna Brahmachari, as described in the Anjalila, second chapter of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, he was a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya who changed his name to Nishringananda. While coming from the house of Raghava Pandit at Panihati to the house of Shivananda, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in the heart of Nishingananda Brahmachari. To acknowledge this, Nishingananda Brahmachari used to accept as eatables the food of three deities, namely Jagannath, Nishingadev, and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is stated in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antalila, second chapter, verses 48 through 78. Upon receiving information that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was proceeding toward Vrindavan from Kulia, Nishingananda absorbed himself in meditation and by his mental activities began constructing a very nice road from Kulia to Vrindavan. All of a sudden, however, he broke his meditation and told the other devotees that this time Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would not go to Vrindavan but would travel only as far as the place known as Kanai Natashala. 
This is described in Madhyalila, chapter 1, verses 155 through 162. The Garagana Desh Deepika 474 says, Mahaprabhu to Nishringananda, Nishingananda Brahmachari, for in his heart Lord Nishingadev was manifest. It is said that Lord Nishingadev used to talk with him directly. Text 36 Narayana Pandit, the fourteenth branch, a great and liberal devotee, did not know any shelter but Lord Chaitanya's lotus feet. Purport. Narayana Pandit was one of the associates of Srivast Thakur. It is mentioned in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antikanda, 8th chapter, verse 36, that he went to Sri Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at Jagannath Puri with the Thakur's brother, Sri Ram Pandit. Text 37. The 15th branch was Sriman Pandit, who was a constant servitor of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He used to carry a torch while the Lord danced. Purport Sriman Pandit was among the companions of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when the Lord performed Sankirtan. When Lord Chaitanya dressed himself in the form of the goddess Lakshmi and danced in the streets of Nabadweep, Sriman Pandit carried a torch to light the way. Text 38 The 16th branch, Shuklambara Brahmachari, was very fortunate because Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu jokingly or seriously begged food from him and sometimes sna or sometimes snatched it from him forcibly and ate it. Sudama Purport, <clears throat> it is stated that Shuklambara Brahmachari, an inhabitant of Navadvip, was Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's first companion in the Sankirtan movement. When Lord Chaitanya returned from Gaya after initiation, he stayed with Shuklambara Brahmachari because he wanted to hear from this devotee about the pastimes of Lord Krishna. Shuklambara Brahmachari collected alms of rice from the inhabitants of Nabadweep, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took pleasure in eating the rice that he cooked. It is said that Shuklambara Brahmachari was one of the wives of the Yagic, Yagic Brahmanas during the time of Lord Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. Lord Chaitanya begged food from the wives of the Yagic Brahmanas. Lord Krishna, excuse me, Lord Krishna begged food from the wives of the Yagyak Brahmanas and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu performed a similar pastime by begging rice from Shuklambara Brahmachari. Text 39 <clears throat> Nandana Acharya, the 17th branch of the Chaitanya tree, is celebrated within the world because the two Prabhus, Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda, sometimes hid in his house. Purport Nandana Acharya 
was another companion of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during his kirtan pastimes in Navadvip. Srila Nityananda Prabhu, as Abhaduta, traveled on many pilgrimages, and when he first came to Sri Navadvip Dham, he remained hidden in the house of Nandana Acharya. It is there that he first met all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When, Lord Ch when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited his Mahaprakash, he asked Ramai Pandit to call Advaita Prabhu, who was hiding in the home of Nandana Acharya. For Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could understand that he was hiding. Similarly, Lord Chaitanya also sometimes hid in the home of Nandana Acharya. In this connection, one may refer to Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, Majakanda, chapters 6 and 17. Text 40 Mukunda Datta, a class friend of Lord Chaitanya's, was another branch of the Chaitanya tree. Lord Chaitanya danced while he sang. Purport <clears throat> Sri Mukunda Datta was born in the Chattagram district in the village of Chanhara, which is under the jurisdiction of the police station named Patia. This village is situated 10 kroshas, or about 20 miles, from the home of Pundarik Vidyanidhi. In the Gorad Ganodesh Deepika 140, it is said, Rajistitao Kaya, Rajistitao Gaya Kao Yao, Madukanta Madhuvratao, Mukunda Vasudevao Tao, Tatao Goranga Gaya Kao. In Braja, there were two very nice singers named Madukanta and Madhuvrata. They appeared in Chaitanya Lila as Mukunda and Vasudev Datta, who were singers in the society of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When Lord Chaitanya was a student, Mukunda Datta was his class friend, and they frequently engaged in logical arguments. Sometimes Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would fight with Mukunda Datta using tricks of logic. This is described in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Adi Kanda, chapters 11 and 12. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu returned from Gaya, Mukunda Datta gave him pleasure by reciting verses from Srimad Bhagavatam about Krishna Lila. It was by his endeavor that Gadadhar Pandit Goswami became a disciple of Pundarik Vidyanidhi, as stated in the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhyakanda, Chapter 7. When Mukunda Datta sang in the courtyard of Srivast Prabhu, Mahaprabhu danced with his singing, and when Lord Chaitanya, for 21 hours, exhibited an ecstatic manifestation known as Sata Prahariya, Mukunda Datta inaugurated the function by singing. Sometimes, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chastised Mukunda Datta by calling him Gadajatiya Beta because he attended many functions held by different classes of non-devotees. This is stated in the Chaitanya Bhagavat Madhyakanda, chapter 10. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu dressed himself as the goddess of fortune to dance in the house of Chandrasekhar, 
Mukunda Dutta began the first song. Before disclosing his desire to take the renounced order of life, Lord Chaitanya first went to the house of Mukunda Dutta. But at that time, Mukunda Dutta requested Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to continue his Sankirtan movement for a few days more before taking sannyas. This is stated in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Majakanda, chapter 26. The information of Lord Chaitanya's accepting the renounced order was made known to Gadadhar Pandit, Chandrasekhar Acharya, and Mukunda Datta by Nityananda Prabhu. And therefore all of them went to Katwa and arranged for Kirtan and all the paraphernalia for Lord Chaitanya's acceptance of sannyas. After the Lord took sannyas, they all followed him, especially Sri Nityananda Prabhu, Gadadhar Prabhu, and Mukunda Datta, who followed him all the way to Purushottam Chetra. In this connection, one may refer to Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, Anchakanda, Chapter 2. In a place known as Jalishwara, Nityananda Prabhu broke the sannyas rod of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Bhagavat Madhyakanda 197. Mukunda was also present at that time. He went every year from Bengal to see Lord Chaitanya at Jagannath Puri. Text 41. Vasudev Datta, Vasudev Datta, the nineteenth branch of Sri Chaitanya tree, was a great personality and the most confidential devotee of the Lord. One could not describe his qualities even with thousands of mouths. Purport Vasudev Datta, the brother of Mukunda Datta, was also a resident of Chattagram. In the Chaitanya Bhagavad it is said, Yanrasdani Krishna Hoya Apanevikarya. Vasudev Datta was such a powerful devotee that Krishna was purchased by him. Vasudev Datta stayed at Srivas Pandit's house, <clears throat> and in Chaitanya Bhagavad it is described that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so pleased with Vasudev Datta and so affectionate towards him that he used to say I am only I am only Vasudev Datta's man my body is only meant to please Vasudev Datta and he can sell me anywhere thrice he vowed that this was a fact and that no one else should disbelieve these statements all my dear devotees he said I tell you the truth, my body is especially meant for Vasudev Datta. Vasudev Datta initiated Sri Yadunandana Acharya, the spiritual master of Raghunath Das, who later became Raghunath Das Goswami. This will be found in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antalila, 6th chapter, verse 161. Vasudev Datta spent Vasudev Datta spent money very liberally. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Shivananda Sen to become his sarakela, or secretary, in order to control his extravagant expenses. 
Vasudev Datta was so kind to that to Vasudev Datta was so kind to the living entities that he wanted to take all their sinful reactions so that they might be delivered by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is described in the fifteenth chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita's Madhulila, verses one fifty nine through one eighty. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur writes in his Anubhasha, There is a railway station named Purvastali near the Navadweep railway station and about one mile away in a village known as Mamagachji, which is the birthplace of Vrindavan Das Thakur, there is presently a temple of Manan Gopal that was established by Vasudev Datta. The Gaudiyamat devotees have now taken charge of this temple and the Seva Puja is going on very nicely. Every year, all the pilgrims on the Navadvi Parikrama visit Mamagachi. Since Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur inaugurated the Navadvi Parikrama function, the temple has been very well managed. Text 42. Srila Vasudev Datta Thakur used to suffer, wanted, excuse me, Srila Vasudev Datta Thakur wanted to suffer for the sinful activities of all the people of the world so that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu might deliver them. And we'll stop here for the reading. <clears throat> Fifty minutes of reading. The nectar of hearing the, the names of the associates, the eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very intense and very sweet. We'll hear more details as it's been described in the purports as the Chaitanya Charitamrita unfolds. The Chaitanya tree, the branches of the Chaitanya tree. Okay, anybody have anything? Any Reflections, discussions, point of interest, <clears throat> questions. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ramo, Hare Ramo, Mama Ramo, Hare Hare, 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Well, we have a quiet crowd this evening, or maybe it's Sunday. They're having some kind of special festivals or something. Okay, we'll stop there. Whoops, somebody's come out. Hare Krishna Sudhavi Dasi. Says Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Since Iskran is part of Lord Chaitanya of the Lord Chaitanya tree, Iskran is eternal, and we the members, I would hope, will be together in the spiritual world someday. Well, Prabhupada said there would be an Iskran in the spiritual world, but it won't be you know, like everybody goes out in book bags and, you know, does does the kind of things that we do here. There'll be, you know, associates of Lord Krishna or Lord Chaitanya, different forms, different relationships. Whether we will all be conscious that we were ISKCON devotees before or not, uh, that remains to be seen. It was a poetic way of Prabhupada saying that uh, we shouldn't think that uh, this movement is material. It's a, it's a spiritual movement. I don't know much more about it than that. But definitely, Srila Prabhupada's there waiting for us. And uh, those of us who were fortunate enough to meet him personally and be initiated by him there's a place for us at his lotus feet, for sure. Hare Krishna. We will serve Krishna together. Yes. As we are doing now. I mean, you know, just think about it. What's going, the world's, what is going on in the world today? and how much anxiety people are in, but how much nectar we taste when we just simply sit together and hear together the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. So it's very, very, we are very, very fortunate to be able to do this, you know. So therefore, we're actually tasting a drop, maybe a drop, but we're tasting something different than what most people are tasting in this material world right now. And for this, we are eternally indebted to Srila Prabhupada and all of the Lord and Lord Chaitanya and Panchatattva and all of their associates. It's 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 inconceivable. Can't be described how fortunate we are. So any one of us who gets depressed for any reason, it means we're still have ways to go because we actually realize 
what's actually happening to us. Whether we realize it or not, we're here together hearing Chaitanya Charitamrita every day. I mean, that in itself is a rare accomplishment spiritually. It sets us, sets us apart from practically 99.9% .9 of the population of the earth. So, okay, so that allows us to be able to watch what's going on and feel compassion, you know, and empathy for the conditioned souls. But let us do something about it. And we, if we can do nothing more than just hear, that is good enough. According to our capacity, we should hear and chant and spread the glories of the Lord as much as we can. There's that famous book that Vaisheshika Prabhu often quotes, all you can do is all you can do and all you can do is enough. We can't imitate these great souls but we can follow in their footsteps. The difference between following in one's footsteps and uh, imitating is that in following one's footsteps we follow the instructions and the example not that we try to imitate and become like that person it's not possible to become like or the same as the eternal associates of Lord Chaitanya they're unique but our ISKCON movement because it is actually a branch of the Chaitanya tree it is a part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes it means these pastimes are still going on we sit and chant together, hear together, have kirtan in public distribute prasadam and transcendental literature and speak to people about Krishna, all of our famous Rathyatra festivals and other kinds of festivals and our temples it's amazing we may think it's not a little tiny thing, but it is so significant. Okay, that's it. Hare Krishna. She says, <coughs> she says, wow, if this is a drop, we're in for a far, far out surprise. <laughs> yes, we're just preparing ourselves for the deluge. <laughs> Tsunami that started in Navadweep when Lord Chaitanya opened doors to Shiva's Thakur's house and took the Sankirtan out into the public, out into the world and that wave caused a tsunami and now it's going all over the world I don't know if you're aware of it but the uh, ISV community ISKCON Silicon Valley led by my best friend Vaishasika Prabhu just doubled their book distribution uh, from last year their Bhaktivinoda Thakur monthly Sankirtan festival they doubled the results they distributed you know more than 300 sets of Bhagavatam's full sets of Bhagavatam's and Chaitanya Charitamrita and collected unbelievable amounts of uh, Lakshmi during the pandemic so the pandemic shut most devotees down but those who are especially empowered they doubled it even though there were so many restrictions that is the 
transcendental energy of Lord Chaitanya and the Sankirtan movement, Anandam Bhuddhivardhanam, it just keeps on increasing. So anyway, we don't, uh, we may not all have the same capacity, but whatever our capacity is, we should do what we can do, and that will please the Lord Chaitanya the same. What else? Okay, after 8 o'clock we'll stop here it's about an hour thank you so much everybody and keep those that hearing and chanting whoops whoops something else Ratanajaya has a question hey Rati I thought you were at Sunday Feast or something it says dear Guru Maharaj please accept my humble obeisance Hare Krishna can I ask a question of yesterday's reading it was said that we should not worship the demigods. We talked about this yesterday. Do you remember? Are you sure this is not from yesterday? But how is Lakshmi considered a demigoddess if she is the consort of Vishnu? Who said that she's a demigoddess? It's a, it's a matter of, this, this is just, what's the word, semantics. You know, goddess of fortune, you know. It doesn't mean that they're a demigod because they're called the goddess of fortune. It means they're eternal associates, eternal consorts of Krishna. That's what the goddess of fortune is. So the goddess of fortune and the demigod is not the same. The demigods are jiva souls that are empowered by Krishna to perform you know very substantial service in the you know ma maintenance of the of the universe and distribution of the resources to all the living beings in the universe they're called in in the sanskrit language they're called upadeva almost deva almost gods but there's no real word named demigod uh mostly in these other scriptures they would say God with a, with a small letter G and then God the Supreme Lord with a big with a capital letter G but Prabhupada wasn't satisfied with that so he coined this phrase in English demigod to make sure that no one would think that the demigods are gods that they're, in, they're equal to Krishna in any way but to, to you, 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 it's not that the goddess of fortune are, dem, are, are demigods it's not that Lakshmi is a demigoddess she's a goddess of fortune she says don't the Hindus worship five demigods one of them being Lakshmi the Hindus they don't know what they're doing 
So you shouldn't quote, quote the Hindus as if they're some kind of authorities. The Panchupasana, uh, there's five, the Panchupasana means five deities that they worship. Uh, Surya, Ganesh, Shiva, I don't, I'm not sure if, it, if, if Goddess of Fortune is there or not, I'm not sure. Durga, yeah, Durga. Not Goddess of Fortune, not the, not the original Goddess of Fortune, but Durga, who is the wife of Shiva. But the point is, they sometimes may include Vishnu in that, but they don't see Vishnu as God. They think they want to merge into the existence of these deities. They see them all as the same, and therefore, but don't the Hindus do this? Therefore, shouldn't we do this? No, we should understand that the Hindus don't understand, and we shouldn't follow the Hindus, because they have a forefront of knowledge, as Prabhupada would say, again and again and again and again and again. So the, the uh, pancha, what did I say? What did I say the name of that was? Yeah, the Panchopasana, the worship of the five, you know, deities are actually impersonal. They're actually impersonalists. They're not actually worshiping these forms as persons. Their goal is to merge into them and to become those deities. So it's just an external ritual. They're not devotees. It's nothing to do with devotional service. Therefore, it's condemned by the six Goswamis from Dabin, condemned by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. She says, I understood that devotees worship Lakshmi Devi only in combination with Lord Narayan. Pure devotees of Vishnu do that, but there are all kinds of devotees in, in, in Hinduism that worship all kinds of combinations of those personalities, and they don't understand what they're doing. Therefore, it's very important that the Krishna consciousness movement spreads and the Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita and Chaitanya Charitamrita spread, the knowledge spreads, so that people can actually understand what these things are. We place no value on the Panchapasana process it's not it's not found anywhere in any shastra i mean there may be books that have been written by people who have broken away from the actual parampara where they say those things and because they've been around for a while people may accept them as authorities but they're not authorities. You have to take the Shrutis and the Smritis, Upanishads, Puranas, Pancharatras. These are the authorities. And you have to hear from them, uh, from persons who are pure devotees. That doesn't mean that everybody is a devotee of Lord Chaitanya either. There's four Sampradayas. But even in those four sampradayas, 
the Mayavad philosophy has, has entered practically everywhere. Very rare that uh, you find pure devotional service going on, even in, the, even in India. But now it, it's thriving because of Srila Prabhupada and the devotees who are following the proper deity worship and the proper understanding from Prabhupada's books and the kirtan. Thank you, Guru Maharaj, for clarifying. Hare Krishna. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> I heard from somebody did this, this just a couple of days ago. I gave a question and answer, and they appreciated it. And I, I said, as I regularly do, <coughs> excuse me, Hare Krishna, excuse me, <coughs> that you know, those who come and inquire from us or from any of us who are trying to represent Srila Prabhupada properly are engaging us in pure devotion service. The service that's the most pleasing to Krishna, explaining the Christian conscious philosophy in Prabhupada's line without changing it into something else. So I thank you all for engaging me in Srila Prabhupada's service. Thank you. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai Goprem Anandi Hari Hari Bo We'll see you all tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same station. Hare Krishna Jai Mahaprabhu Okay. He said, I didn't know that Mayavadi philosophies entered even in the bona fide sampradayas. They're everywhere. That is pretty shocking to hear. They're everywhere. But some of them are closer than others. In Ramanuja, there's not very much. It's pretty pure. Madhvacharya, the Tattvavadis have deviated. And the others are very, they're practically gone. There's all sorts of things coming into them. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a, a line, a, a, a still, a, still a pure line. And even in our line, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and through the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, there are things that have entered into that are not completely pure. Therefore, we're just very fortunate to have heard from Prabhupada. Just that's why Prabhupada and only Prabhupada could take it all over the world, because he understood for Chaitanya's desire, and he understood that the words of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were absolute and the movement was going to spread all over the world. Bhaktivinanda Thakur Thakur This is the pure line back to Lord Chaitanya. But there's many people in Vrindavan and other places, even Radhakund, that don't accept Bhaktivinanda Saraswati Thakur or Bhaktivinanda Thakur because they have this uh, they've concocted a, uh, a way to uh, authorize someone just through diksha and through no other uh, not through shiksha but through diksha and therefore they have a tendency you know, not to read the books not to study the books not that there aren't some 
pure devotees that are very learned and knowledgeable, but still they're not in line with Lord Chaitanya. And, and to, to be able to distinguish who is and who isn't in line, that requires, from our side, knowledge and realization. So therefore, in order to stay perfect and pure and on, on in the line, we stick with Srila Prabhupada's line, because it's a sure thing. It's sure. The results speak for them speak for for themselves. Okay. So Sri the Prabhupada is such a blessing to us. It's un, it's inconceivable, such a blessing, inconceivable. We there's no way we can repay him for what he's given us, except to try to share it with others according to our capacity. Not that we try to imitate we should try according to our capacity to give this knowledge to accept it for what it is and then try to give it to others that will keep it alive within our hearts and then the devotional people will grow and eventually reach Goloka Vrindavan Okay, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Sri Panchatapva Ki Jai Kaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same station. Hari Krishna.